Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts. Innovators. Creators. Storytellers. And the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. On today's show, we have our friend Chris Giles, and we're talking all about brand deals and how to get them. Chris, how are you doing today, my friend? Hey, man. Doing great, man. Appreciate uh, you having me on. How are you? Yeah, so if you don't know who Chris is, let me introduce you to him. Chris P. Giles is the founder and lead creator at Black Thigh Media, where he helps entrepreneurs and content creators navigate and monetize in a digital world. He has spent the last 18 years in the entertainment and live events industry, where he has done everything from DJing, audio engineering, video engineering, and more for live and virtual events. He also currently handles marketing and business development for J Street Productions. Uh, Chris, I, I'm really, did I, one, did I pronounce your company right? Because <laughs> I just, Black Tie. Yeah, Black Tie, okay. And yeah. uh, tell us how you kind of got started. Like, give us a brief overview kind of on your journey or your, maybe your superhero origin story, because you, you are a superhero in my book. <laughs> Man, uh, or just start, man, look, I got started um, in production in church, man. I, I I wanted to figure out a way to not have to sit in the service with all the older people. And so uh, they said, hey, these young guys, they they should, they know how to push the buttons, right? So I got in uh, in the production, man, at like 15. And so uh, 18, I got my first set of uh, CD turntables. I, I, I wasn't vinyl, I was CD turntables and um, just started down that path, man, of entertainment and wanting to do music. And um, so then that opened up the door to being able to mix live church events, getting into some of the contemporary stuff and being able to mix some of those bigger bands and then went full time at production, man, and started doing a lot of corporate events, um, some music stuff and uh, 2020 hit. And uh, there were no more live events to uh, produce. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and so I said, hey, I got all this gear at home. Why don't I, uh, at first, really, I was just like, let me play video games on the internet, you know, since mm-hmm. I have nothing better to do with my time, right? And uh, man, it turned into a, oh, I can get paid to do this thing? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into it, man. And so, uh, man, that's, that's how I get online. And that's why I, I, my face shows up on the internet now, man. <laughs> you know, that's really funny. It's kind of a similar story. I started doing video stuff in church as well. I didn't DJ, but um, I wanted, the reason I got into computers is because I had to, you know, back in the day, and maybe Chris Stone remembers this, but DOS and all that. So I wanted to play video games and I had to work on computers because they just wouldn't, you'd have to load those floppies. I remember when oh, Wolfenstein yeah. 3D came out in my college dorm and I was like, this is amazing. This is a whole new world. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris Stone, tell us um, a little bit about yourself and uh, he's filling in for Grace today, but uh, he's amazing. I've seen him over on Dealcasters. For, that's my favorite show on the interwebs. Uh, so Aww. talk about a little bit about you know your origin story, how you got there and a little bit about uh, Dealcasters. 
Yeah, I'm Chris Stone. I'm not Grace Duffy, and I know a lot of people get us confused. That's right. Um, so just I just want to be that. I just want to make that clear. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, Chris Stone. I'm a cast ahead at castahead.net, and I work with motivated entrepreneurs to do their show because they don't want to know how the sausage is made. So I do that for them, <clears throat> and I also co-host a show with my good buddy Jim Fuse on Amazon, and it's called A Deal Casters, and we have a blast uh, doing it. And uh, that's how we met uh, Chris B. Giles, who's on the show today, Tech Talk with Chris. We saw this guy like, playing video games and then talking <laughs> to people as they came in and telling them what computers to buy and what headphones they should be. And I was like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, we became fast friends, so much so that uh, we uh, were able to meet in person for the first time down in Orlando at uh, PodFest and VidFest on an entire day uh, Friday for uh, for Amazon and be able to uh, help other people go live on Amazon like uh, like Ian Anderson Gray is now and right. just uh, just crushing it. So looking forward to uh, to chopping it up with you gentlemen today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I, I was at, I, was, I got to meet, meet uh, Chris Giles there as well at, uh, in Florida. So that was really, really cool. Cause I've been watching him as well. I stalk a lot of people. I just want you to know. So he probably didn't know okay. me at all, but, at all. but I stalk a lot of people. So, uh, I was watching his shows over. It's on okay. Amazon. I was watching you too, man. It's okay. all good. <laughs> That's all right. See, it's easy. Yeah. So, uh, before, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, meeting people and one of the things I want to do a big shout out to my friends over at Ecamm and you can find out more about them at social media live.com forward slash Ecamm. Him. They're going to be at Podcast Movement coming up uh, the end of August in Dallas. So if you guys want to come hang out with them, they're going to do a cool bunch of cool stuff. They've got a booth. I think we're actually going to broadcast this show uh, on Friday morning from the booth. So if you want to come and wow. say hi and check that out, that's going to be a lot of fun. And right now, they have a special deal going on that if you're a new user and if you go to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ecamm, you can get 30% off of ecamm. So the promo code that you'll use is July 30 and it lasts all this month. So they're doing all sorts of cool stuff. They, you know, um, they got this one time discount of, of any plan, standard pro, monthly or annual. Just use that promo code July 30 and check that out. All right, let's get into it because like I said at the top of the show, I wish I would have known what I know now when I first got started. And both of these guys have really, I've watched them make brand deals. Uh, Chris Stone has even, you know, we message each other back and forth. He helps me out this way. So these guys know what they're talking about when it comes to brand deals. And we are going to talk about that. So make sure if, if I miss anything or you want your question answered, you know, ask it down below because I want to make this show all about you guys. But let's talk about from right from the top brand deals. So when we say brand deals, Chris Giles, what, what does that mean? What is that talking about? Let's take it from like people who have no idea what that means. Yeah. For me, uh, if you have no clue what it is to me, it's the, it's the idea of a company has a product or a service that they sell and they want you to promote that said product or service. And they're going to pay you directly for it, not affiliate, not any of that. They're going to give you a check or cash for the, the right to promote their product. And so that's the simplest form of a brand deal, man. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we had somebody, and I know this because this was a thing too. Is like I need a brand deal with Sonic. We spend too much on drinks there. Yeah. So let me know how that works because that would be uh, really really cool. Um, so that that brings up another point. And uh, Chris Stone, I know you have done both. So maybe you can take this one. How are these different from say a sponsorship? Like you know, Ecamm sponsors this show. That's not mm -hmm. really 
a brand deal. So what's kind of the difference between them? There's not a whole lot of difference. I mean, I think I don't like to get hung up too much on on the semantics of of all of this. But, you know, when you're having a conversation with a company that has a product, whether that's a SaaS product or whether that's an actual physical product like a camera or a lens or, a, you know, a, a drill or, or whatever, um, they want you to promote it. And, you know, uh, Ecamm being a sponsor of, of, of this show, I mean, obviously you are promoting it, you're using it and people are seeing it and and uh, by the way, I love Ecamm and it's not just for, not just because it's sponsored. I, I use it all the time for doing scenes and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. But um, I think, you know, it's, if people have a misconception about uh, brand deals and sponsorships from the standpoint of, um, you know, one is dictating something and the other is dictating. It's, it's a collaborative effort, really. And so, uh, you know, a lot of what we may get into is uh, as a creator, which uh, we all here are, uh, we have certain things that we'd like to accomplish in our um in our content creator journey and having these uh, brand deals allow us financially to do that if we're using these products already and we're very sensitive about our brands and how things um you know uh, you know it has to be something we really truly believe in right Mm -hmm. and if we're using something already like the microphone i'm speaking into these brands uh, may be more apt to have conversations with you and therefore that becomes an exchange of uh exchange of products, but also an exchange of money in return for deliverables. And I think that's really how brand deals work, whereas sponsorships feel more like um, you're being, you're endorsing something and, and uh, it, it's, it's more of a sort of a long term, you can only use this kind of thing for a certain thing, uh, for a certain amount of time. And that sort of plays into the trust of the people that, that maybe follow you versus uh, what is a, a brand deal if if that makes any sense and that's you know again logistically semantically like it's all kind of like there's a lot of gray areas in there. It really just is an ex- a conversation of, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, and we pay you um, Y, you know, does this make sense? And then you just have a conversation and you know sign something, and then you know, in in terms of what, how we do it, we like to over deliver um, so that we can you know be that sort of comfortable pair of shoes for that particular brand when it's time to do something else. Mm. So. Chris Giles, can you actually have both at the same time? Can you have a sponsorship and a brand deal? I mean, I know I've seen some YouTubers who have done, you know, or I guess it could also like, you know, you do a brand deal, then it could morph into a sponsorship if you're doing a live show. Have have you seen that happen before? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think, um, I mean, just the way uh, Chris Stone explained it, right? If, if you know, this show is sponsored by Ecamm, right? Mm-hmm. But then over my shoulder, I have a coffee company that is the a brand deal where they go, hey, can we just sit up a pack of coffee in the background and you just shout us out one time? Like that then becomes the brand deal of like I have the coffee or like Chris Stone said, the microphone itself. I was sponsored. I was a this was a brand deal where they sent me the microphone and paid me to talk about it, but they don't sponsor the show, right? right. And so I think that's where you kind of get in those differentiations where you can use both at the same time and you know maximize that income, stack it, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Um, 
and either one of you can take this one, but how long do brand deals usually last? Do you put a a time limit on them or do you say like, we'll just go until they're not happy anymore? Like, what do you, what do, you do? Um, Chris P, I'll start with you and then we'll, we'll go over to Stone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, I think I think it comes down to your personal, right? And what, what you're willing to do. And so, for example, the microphone I'm using when I did the uh, deal with them, it was kind of an open-ended thing. We basically were like, hey, when we want to stop, we'll stop or, you know, we'll let you know if we don't want you to, we, if we don't want to pay you anymore to do videos, right? right? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, a, hey, per video, every time you go live, send us the link and we'll send you a check. And so those are the ones that I like. Um, the one thing I always suggest, though, is if you are trying to put in a contract where there's a time limit, um, exclusivity, I'm not a fan of exclusivity, so I don't like it to be like, hey, I can only talk about you for six months personally. Um, but again, at, at your personal, you have to uh, look at your business plan and go, how does this fit into my overall goal? Obviously for the right amount of money. Yeah. I'll talk exclusively about anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, before we go to, um, Chris stone, uh, jarhead six, uh, says, uh, just got a deal that will last a year, one shot a month for 12 months. So thanks for being nice. specific for that. It's very, very cool. Nice. So yeah. f- from what I understand is you, if you do make an exclusive deal, like I'm only going to talk about this, then you have to raise the prices because you're kind of oh, yeah. put yes. yourself in a box. So go ahead, Christone. And I, and I think length of time plays into that as well. Um, you know, for us, uh, exclusivity, especially for uh, SaaS, especially for, you know, because Jim and I are remote producers and we have to use multiple uh, softwares mm-hmm. for uh, doing uh, anything. And so for us, it, it's a non-starter to be exclusive to any one uh, software company, especially as it relates to uh, live streaming remote production, because we have other businesses, other streams of revenue as uh, content creators. And so we have have to really be sensitive uh, to that. And, you know, I also think it plays everything and and Chris P. Giles spoke into this. Everything plays into the trust of your audience, the people who you are speaking to. And um, exclusivity is, boy, you really, really have to believe in in that thing and and like nothing else will ever compare to that for that period of time it's really hard to do that Mm -hmm. um and so you know but believe it or not there are companies that we talk to um that we've done deals with that actually encourage you to use their competition and to speak Mm -hmm. about their competition because they want that as well. They, you know, so as in, in the Amazon influencer world, um, you know, we're not, you know, you know, a major influencers. We're just not in, and so there's a trust level of like, this is just a normal, Chris Stone is just a normal person who knows a little bit to be dangerous about microphones and, <laughs> and tech and, and those kinds of things. And so people, you know, are kind of like, I can identify with this person and be, maybe, you know, he knows a little bit about the Roadcaster Pro and I could buy that. But if Kevin Hart shows up and starts talking about the Roadcaster Pro, are you more apt to buy that? And so I think a lot of brands are realizing, especially on this platform with more nano influencers and more micro influencers and whatever people that have thousands of influencers, thousands of followers, not tens of thousands or hundreds of millions that 
they have power on platforms like this. And so if they're using varying products and being able to talk about those varying products, it actually behooves that brand to be a part of that mix as opposed to being exclusively um, the one and only particular microphone brand that a tech influencer uses. They'd rather just be a component of that and then they have a longer game that they can you know, be a part of that, that whole thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think what you said is the the, the really the, the big thing I got out of that is like, OK, you know, brands are starting to realize that these nano influencers can talk directly to the people instead of a celebrity talking down to those people. <laughs> and that's becoming more and more lucrative. And we've had like Stephanie Liu on the show and some other people and the rise of this live video shopping, which we are just on the cusp of. <laughs> And we're going to have, you know, there's going to be more and more brands looking for people like, you know, Chris Stone, Jeff C, Chris Giles, you know, that they can talk to the people and know how to use live video. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, um, I do want to pull up one comment really quick. And this is from uh, our friend Scott Ayers. He says, Chris Stone is normal in what world? Says the guy with an orange wig (laughs) as his profile photo. That's what I like. Okay, Scott. Yeah. But Scott is killing it on Amazon Live too. I mean, yeah, Amazon and and Amazon Live. So uh, he's... He, I know he's made some great brand deals as well. So one of the things I wanted to ask, and Chris uh, Giles, you can take this one first, is like, what are the t- typical deliverables in, deliverables in a brand deal? Because I know a lot of people are like, do I just have to say their th- your their name or hold up their mug or what is the what are kind of the deliverables deliver if I could say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hooked on phonics is going to be my brand sponsor here. <laughs> Um, what are the typical deliverables in a brand deal? Yeah, for sure. And so the thing I love about this is that you can be creative. It's literally whatever you want it to be. And so for me, what I, I try to do in my brand deals is I don't allow them to dictate what they're getting. I let them know what I'm willing to give. And so just say, for example, an Amazon live, right? I say, Hey, I'm willing to feature, feature your product on an Amazon, on an actual live stream. Right. But you're one product of many on a, our live stream. I'm also willing to clip that out and make it an, uh, a short Amazon product, uh, video. And so that's what I tell them. And that's what I'm willing to do for them. And I make sure that they're clear on like, I I'll take your notes personally, but I don't speak to a script because mm-hmm. everything that I do is going to be the genuine. I want it, I'm going to tell the truth. I won't bad talk it. Like I won't say it's the horrible product. I will point out the goods and the bads. Right. And so I make sure to explain it up front. When you get to other platforms, that's when you kind of have to differentiate. You know, if you're on an Instagram, are you doing this? Are you doing a couple stories because stories are shorter, right? Are you doing a reel for them? Are you doing just a picture post? And so you can kind of create the packages as much as you want. And one of the cool things I think is when you're on multiple platforms as a creator, you can kind of bundle those things up because mm-hmm. you can still lead the people back to that product or service that you're uh, having that deal with. Very, very cool. So Chris Stone, do you, you know, do you stay on platform for like your deliverables? Like, you know, he talked about mixing like Instagram stories and all that stuff. Or, I mean, how do you usually, what are your kind of standard deliverables that you offer your clients? If the brand is coming to you because of a particular platform, then that's where the lion's share of what your deliverables should be, obviously. So like, you know, and a majority of what people are coming to us uh, for is is what we're doing on Amazon. And so, you know, uh, a majority of what our deliverables will be will be Amazon related. And so the other things, uh, socials, uh, videos, YouTube, all of those things that we sort of create and 
terms of packages are smaller, um, and, but they're smaller in terms of impact and what the brand wants. And I think what Chris said was, was key, um, Chris P, what he said was key was because you, you should create packages for yourself as, as an influencer. And, and, and there should be a, if a brand comes to you um, because of your Amazon show, here's what you can provide to them at this particular price, um, which is, you know, shoppable video, you know, featured in a particular live stream. And, you know, whatever else you can do for them on Amazon, your shop, all of those things that you can, you know, do for them, create a package, but also keep it in pencil for two reasons reasons. Number one, not every brand and not every product is the same. They're all different and they're all going to have different needs. And you all, you, you should sort of serve and serve that brand's needs so that, you know, they're more apt to come back to you. They feel like they're getting some value from you. Um, but also like, you know, the, the other things that you're adding, which may be Instagram reels, uh, YouTube videos, like all of those things that are a part of your package, just know that those aren't as interesting to them as the thing that they came to you for. So that's a, nice thing, but don't spend too much time with that. So, you know, create a package that's kind of malleable that you can just kind of change for that particular brand, for that particular product. Uh, but also be ready to raise your price. Be able to, when you, when you uh, write down that price uh, and type it out, to look at it and then raise it again before you send it. Because um, what we learned early on, and maybe I'm jumping ahead here, Jeff, That's but right. what, you're learned, you're what we learned early on is um, we got some very quick yeses. And we were initially very happy when we got, and then we realized, boy, that was really fast. We didn't charge enough. Right. And so I think that's, that's the other thing you got to realize is, it, especially, uh, you know, so a lot of these Amazon influencers aren't used to, you know, having these conversations with these brands. And so, you know, I, I, you hear these stories of, of them either not charging or charging very little. And um, then you just, you realize like you're a lot more valuable than that. So we've, we learned uh, early on to, to raise those prices and even raise them again, uh, the longer that we're able to do that and in, increase the value. Because if you do get no's, then, you know, that may be no for now, but it may be yes later. Yeah. So, uh, Chris P, uh, because Chris Stone opened this door, let's talk a little bit. And I want to do a shout out because uh, our friend Randall Constant over on Amazon Live says, hey, Chris, Chris and Jeff. He says, Chris can be dangerous. He didn't say which one, so we're just going to lump you both in together. You're both we're dangerous. We're both full of danger. That's right, yes. exactly. So, Chris P, talk about, like, your strategy for pricing. Uh, because I, I think, especially for people watching who are, you know, trying to, trying to navigate this maybe for the first time, this kind of advice is really invaluable. So what is your thoughts on pricing? Yeah, for me, one of the things, the way I started originally was I said, what is it that I want to make an hour? Just in a theory, right? Because that's something that most people's mind can wrap their head around, right? And then I go, okay, you know, 15, you can get at a regular place. So it's like, let's let's ramp it up. If I'm going live on a live stream and I want to make 50 bucks or 100 bucks an hour, that's where I start at, right? And then what happens is as you grow, you test the waters and you just literally, I started sending out higher numbers when Chris said he sent it and they said yes too fast. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, they said it too fast. Next time I'll double it and see what they say. And literally just keep raising the price until you get so much pushback that you're like, okay, this might be my sweet spot. Um, another thing for me, and like we were talking about the packaging earlier, right, is when you're thinking about the deliverables, 
thinking about your strategy and how long it takes you to create that content. Right. And so for a live stream, right. Me personally, I'm, I'm at the hip. I literally just put a bunch of stuff on the table next to me and I go, there's no plan to it. I'm just that kind of person. And then, so for a shoppable video, right. To me, that's an extra add on, mm-hmm. but it, it has a perceived value because for, for me, what I'm gonna do is I'm just going to go chop it out of my live stream. I'm not creating a second video. And so I add that in and now it's a perceived value of, Oh, I get a live stream and a shoppable video. And now I can add a premium on that because it is to them, it's a perceived value case. So that's how I get started in there for me. Awesome. Great advice. And we do have, uh, so I, I saw him speak at, uh, uh, the the Amazon day we have uh, Justin Moore who is like the brand deal guy saying you yeah. you my favorite topic yeah. he killed it on those that, that uh, your panel or you're having him talk so yeah that was he's really cool. he's fantastic if anybody wants to know uh, and follow up after this show uh, how to you know the uh, levels above me uh, for sure in terms of uh, dealing with brands uh, creator wizard uh, Justin Moore uh, look him up on on YouTube and definitely Definitely at at the at a minimum, go and subscribe to Justin Moore's email list. It's free to you, and um, I have I don't know about you guys, but I, I subscribe to probably too many email uh, right, lists. Right. Some some on purpose, others like how the heck did I get on this list? But <laughs> uh, a Justin Moore's email list. That thing every single time I open it up, and every single time I read it. That's how valuable it is. Not only is it just valuable mindset stuff, fun uh, memes uh, as a as a content creator uh, dealing with brands, but also a list of here are a bunch of brands that are um, like looking for content from you that will pay you in every single one of those emails. So go and yeah. subscribe to that. Yeah, great, great advice. I did that when I. Heard you heard him in Florida. Uh, so Jarhead Six Studio says that, uh, you know, when we were talking about, you know, saying yes very quick, he says, that's happened to me. The brand says yes, yes, very, very quick. And something, you know, we talked about deliverables before and something that I have done is I'll list a lot of deliverables, deliverables, and um, have a huge price because then I can pare it down. Like yes. instead of Great instead idea. of like going like hitting small and they say yes too quick, I do something that I'm pretty sure they're going to say no to, but I can take stuff away. But then they can come back and say, well, if we want to do this later, how much, you know, mm-hmm. you could do it that way. So start the kind of the opposite way than going the other way. So anyway, that take that took me a long time to learn because I did a lot of free stuff. So uh, let's talk about, you know. The big elephant in the room, and we, we talked about Justin for one of the things, if you want to get brand deals, sign up for his newsletter, um, and we'll, we'll drop that in in the show notes uh, after the show. But here's the big question. Like, how big do I have to be before I can get a brand deal? So, Crispy, take that away. Uh, Man, I think, so the, the funny part about this is I, I'm not a size guy. Like, I'm, I consider myself a nano micro influencer, whatever the actual term is, right? Like if we're looking at Amazon live specifically, like I have 500 followers over there. Right. And so I don't sell on followers though. I sell on the fact that if you have a product on Amazon, I know the strategy of how to get your product seen and move units. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for me, that's what it comes to is the value proposition. What value can you give to a brand? Right. I mean, you can have a thousand, but if you have a thousand people that 900 of them are going to go buy what you say, then you just kind of communicate that value to that brand. And so to me, any size, man, and guess what? Ask the yeah. worst they can say is no, yes. you didn't yes. have it before. Right. <laughs> that is so true. Being able to just 
and I don't know why so many of us wait that we don't think that we are big enough or we're, you know, we have enough followers or our show, you know, whatever. And man, that if there's one takeaway you can take away from the show, it's this is like, ask the worst they can do is say, no, it doesn't hurt you at all. It's not going to like cause you anything, but it could, even if they say no, it could develop a relationship later. Um, and so being able to talk to brands and being able to like have just their email address is a, is a great thing. So, uh, Chris yeah. Stone, you want, what do you think? Do you want yeah. to know how to be able to talk to brands? Start yeah. talking to brands. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I seriously, it, and it's like, if you want brand deals, I mean, you're going to, you're going to have to go through some mistakes. You're going to have to go through a lot of no's, you know? Um, you know, I, I always talk about as a creator to, to create more than you consume. You can sit back and consume a show like this, which you should, this is a fantastic show. Go and follow social media news live, best show on the interwebs. <laughs> um, but if you don't act on these things, if you don't, you know, learn about how to create a course or a podcast or how to speak to brands and, you know, like you, 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 can consume that all day long. But if you don't pick up your phone or start typing emails or start doing tactical things to, um, and, and act on those things, you're, you're not going to just automatically be the amazing brand whisperer. You have to start doing it and start making mistakes. I made a ton of them. Mm -hmm. made a ton of them. I'm, I'm sure Jeff, you, you and Chris probably can say, yes, I made mistakes. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I creeped into the DMS of, of, of this particular brand and said, Hey, want to talk, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Those are mistakes. Um, you know, but there are, there's some great information that you can get from people like Justin Moore, from Kirk Nugent, from Jeff C, from Chris P. Giles. It's like, take that information and act on it and start having these conversations, start making mistakes and being okay with it. And, you know, but I, I think in terms of the, the, the question, how big do you have to be? Not that big. And, and it's, it's getting better and better that, that, uh, you know, that, that line is moving, that goalpost is, those are moving. In fact, it, it's better that you're not a major influencer, especially when it comes to live selling. People are identifying more with, you know, walking into Costco and somebody's baking some little pizza bite and you're like, that really tastes good. You don't look at the person that's baking it and go, well, you're not Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, it's right. like, no, you just yeah. really liked whatever that was. And now so, I'm hungry. So I got to go. To yes. Let's Sam's eat afterwards. pizza. Yes. Um, so uh, somebody said, did, did Chris Stone just say be a brand whisperer? Yes. Um, and uh, he did. <laughs> so hashtag brand whisperer. Uh, and Chris, uh, somebody else said, uh, exactly. Chris, start acting on what you have learned uh, and heard about. Um, yeah. And uh, Katie says, aha moment for her was what value can you give to a brand? And so uh, I, one mm. of the things, you know, uh, this next question I want to ask, and I'll, I'm just going to throw out what I have, have done is so like, how do I pitch brands when I'm small? One of the best things I have found is to go to conferences. Like we just went to the, the one that uh, Chris Stone and, and Jim Fuse helped put on at PodFest and going into those booths and talking to the people who have mic deals, have the mic products and, and stuff like that. So a long time ago, uh, Heil sent me this microphone, which is a Heil PR40, which is an amazing microphone. Well, um, they, I, I met them at a conference. I met them and sat down and talked to them, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do you want a mic?" And I'm like, well, "Yeah, I do." So <laughs> send it. Um, and, but the cool, th and then also, I think is the importance of 
the community that you're in is not having the scarcity mindset and being able to yes. go like when they were uh, how microphone was at um podfest and i was able to take jim fuse from dealcasters and go hey this this guy you know he's on amazon live too he'd be a great mix uh, fit for you guys and so that stuff started happening so the relationships I think we, we need to also talk about is like the networking and helping each other out, but also just getting FaceTime at a booth and like, tell me about your mics. And by the way, I'm an Amazon influencer or whatever, or I do live shows or I have a TikTok channel or whatever. So um, Chris, uh, talk, Chris P, talk about how um, when you're small to get those deals, some other things that you have found that, that are helpful. Yeah, I love that. Like in Katie's question, she was like, what value do you add? And what you have to look at is yourself and what you provide personally. Right. Mm. And so, you know, if you're if you're a mom blogger, right, then you go, hey, I'm a mom blogger that I have, you know, 500 other moms that come join me on Amazon Live or on Instagram and ask me questions about this kind of stuff. I would love to promote your product to them because I believe in your product. You know, um, one thing for me, I'm a te so again in my story, right, I'm a production guy. And so my setup is a you know is a higher level with the lights and the nice camera and all that and so on one of the brand deals like for the microphone company that i did i met them to talk about amazon live and then they said hey we actually have a show on um alibaba we do there's an alibaba live and we're right now we're streaming it from our phones and it's just some people in the office and they're streaming it vertical on a at a conference right. table uh, can we pay you to do what you do on Amazon Live for us on Alibaba? And of course, I'm like, well, absolutely, because I don't know anybody else on Alibaba, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the shot. Like, and so that for me, that was the value that I personally had because that's the space that I'm in. So, just think about what it is you personally have that's different from other audiences or um, unique mm -hmm. that you can share. You know, mm. what about you, Chris Stone? Yeah, I love I love that perspective. I think. Um, you, I think we have to realize like nobody knows who you are and most people don't care. I, you know, I, I, I know I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, deflate anyone or pop any, any balloons here, but, um, you know, don't automatically assume that people know, uh, everything there is about Amazon, uh, a live selling or your brand or what you're doing. And, um, so you got to go and you got to get it and that you've got to go and make yourself, um, visible and make yourself aware. And don't just assume that if you just put your car table out on the on the flea market that people are going to flock to it and so you know you just you've got to you know when, when you have that sort of mindset and think you know oh god everybody knows about deal casters and they, they don't you know so if you want to talk to a brand and get a brand deal of something that you really like uh the first thing that we do is we use the we, we actually use the product we have a conversation with sure um we have a conversation with sure one of the first things they said is well, you guys use the product you guys you guys understand you guys have the ear monitors you have the microphones you understand the product and so it's like if you have this dream brand that you want to work with if you like oh god it would be so awesome if i were to talk to Sony or if I were to talk, I'm just throwing out right. brands at this point. Well, if you don't use it and you just want that product from that company, you're probably not going to have a conversation with them, you know? So go and use it and understand it 
and then do tactical things like, you know, follow them on social, start responding to them, start, you know, making yourself aware um, of who those people are. Start finding out who those people are that are in charge of influencers. Find other influencers who are who do have deals, who are talking about those particular brands. Find out. Um, if, to your point, Jeff, net, network with somebody. Like if I really wanted a Heil PR40 or I really wanted to work with Heil and I saw that Jeff uh, and Scott Ayers as well has a PR40, um, hey, do you guys know anybody at Heil? Um, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you know, so, so, you know, or whatever. Like that's, that's how you start to, you know, open, open doors. Don't just sit back mm -hmm. and think if you go live as an influencer, um, that you're going to be approached by these dream brands, you'll get approached by brands for sure. Your uh, our inboxes are full <laughs> of brands. Yeah. Um, you know, but 99% of those are not dream brands. And right. so you, you just have to, you have to be, uh, tactical about it and you have to sort of mix and match, uh, both of them because you, you do, you can't say no to everyone. You want to be able to to work with brands because you want to get those reps in. Yeah. One of the things, um, well, well, we'll talk about this later, but you know, kind of some of those, the brand deals, but I want to talk a little bit. So, so we, we kind of, so how we approach brands, but then how do we actually find those brands other than networking and stuff like that? Like if, for example, a lot of brands do not even know about Amazon live or shoppable videos. They have no clue. And I've talked to some, and even at that conference we were at, was they were like, I don't even know how to find out who's an Amazon influencer. There's no, there's no real database or anything. Like you can't, right. and you can't really search it like you can TikTok or Instagram or something like that. It's just like, you just kind of run across it. So um, how do you find brands? Like, let's say you're a small influencer and how do you find brands? Like, for example, I want to really get a brand deal with Mercedes. So like you, what Chris Stone oh. said, I'm just going to go buy a Mercedes and uh, use it. <laughs> That's and a great idea. Yeah. It's a fantastic I'm sure my wife let, will, let us will know how that, that works. Idea. It's a yeah. business. Like, it's a write-off, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so talk about like, make sure uh, you click my, my, uh, my affiliate link before you buy the Mercedes. Be, and and uh, we might as well get into this now because when you start doing stuff, and and you mentioned your inbox getting full. You're going to get all sorts of junk sent to you. Like, hey, will you review this? Or, you know, it's free. We'll just, you know, we'll give it to you. Just make a review. That's all we want. And then you start getting, you know, a lot of junk. So how do you find those good brands that are willing to partner with influencers? Um, do we have to get with an agency? Do we have to, you know, other than FaceTime, what's the best way to do that? So how do you partner? How do you find those brands that you want to have those deals with? Chris P, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, for, so this is funny. What, literally, this is a process that I went through was, and um, I, I got a VA to do it. Obviously, you can do it yourself. But what I did was, is I literally said, what do I talk about mostly, right? What is my main thing? So for me, it was, it's tech, right? And live streaming, that kind of content. And so I literally was like, hey, I'm just going to type in microphones on Amazon and literally go through and figure out who all these brands are, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to go through and find who sells cameras outside of the main three, right? Who sells, uh, game, and, you know, I'm into gaming, so gaming, keyboards, mice, headphones, and literally go through and make that list. 
And once I made that list, literally, I just started searching up for contact information. And Amazon itself doesn't make it easy to find contact. So what um, the strategy we use was uh, to go to LinkedIn. And we'd literally type in LinkedIn and go, you know, marketing department, uh, influencer. Like we would just try to use those keywords, but you would literally put um, like my keyboard is Corsair. So I'd put in Corsair marketing and try to find somebody that's in that position and connect with them. And literally now you're just cold messaging them like, hey, have you ever heard of Amazon Live? Like I saw you work at Corsair and I love your products. You know, I'd love to see if there's something we can do together because I know that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to sell more of your product. And I know it's not for sale on Amazon specifically, right? And so that's one of the ways that we took that path. So real quick, a follow-up question to that, uh, Chris P, is the messaging. The way you just said that, I think a lot of people don't understand how to do an ask. So Mm -hmm. can you dive in a little bit with that? Because you mentioned, hey, I use your product. I love it. I would love to, instead of like, this is my rate, you know, you need to, you know, you know what you've gotten those before. So talk a little bit about messaging when you're approaching those brands. Yeah, when we were talking about uh, value earlier, right? For me, what I understand about people in general, this is the world. The world is everybody's selfish. And so if you're if you're the marketer at Corsair, you don't care that I'm on Amazon Live. You don't care that yep. you don't even really care that I have a million followers, right? That's Until I go, hey, this is the value I can add for you. There's a new platform that I can get more eyeballs on your product and help you sell more of what you have and this is how I would do it. I would love to see if we can partner together. So it's always lead with what you can do for the other person um, and not, like you said, the selfish ask. And again, on the back end, you obviously you're asking for something, but you're you're giving first. You're, you're providing something first. So Chris Stone. God, that's that, so good. Yeah, it is. That's so I, good. It's perfect. You're going to make me re- respond to that? Jeff? Well, no, I want to take it. Be- I want to take it a different way because. <laughs> Because you mentioned before, like we, we, a lot of times we think that we, we're not, we don't have enough followers, we don't have enough value. And what Chris P said was like, here's, you know, you want to show them your value. But what if you're just getting started out, Chris Stone, and you feel like you, I mean, I've just, I just made influencer, you know, do I have to wait a certain amount of time, get so many followers? You know, what is my value when I'm first getting started and how do I communicate that to brands? I think I think confidence is a huge, huge, huge issue, um, and and so you you have to have that confidence. I mean, you you heard Chris, uh, you know, speak with confidence just now, mm-hmm. talking about here's what I can do for you. There's no reason why you can't have that same confidence, even if you this is the first time you're having a conversation with a brand. There's no reason because if you are confident, you can deliver this then um, no matter the price, you know, that, that this is your first conversation with a brand and you're confident you can deliver that to, uh, to this brand, then you should be able to do that. And if you get a no, then, then you get to go to the next one and then go to the next one and learn from each one of those conversations. It's that confidence is like, you know, I mean, you said it, you, you countered it, Jeff, and you said, you know, you're buffered it and say, oh, I'm just a brand new influencer. It's like, so what? It, right. It's like, you're an we all, we all started there. Right. Um, and so I don't know who came up with this thing years ago, uh, that in order to be a X amount of influencer, you had to have this social proof, right. Of X amount of subscribers or followers. In this particular world, in live selling, it's it doesn't matter. It is inconsequential. With the value you can bring on this platform, if you're an influencer already with 
100 followers or 10,000 followers, there's not a huge difference. There really is not a huge difference, especially knowing on Amazon that there's less than 2,000 total influencers with 50 million YouTube channels, that there's only like less than 2,000 influencers on it. And of those 2,000, you know, a couple of hundred are really leaning into this. You have a huge advantage to a brand on the biggest mall in the world. Well, second biggest, I guess Alibaba may be the, the biggest. And, and Chris P. Giles has a cumulative advantage over everyone being live <laughs> on Alibaba uh, right now. But I just, you know, it, there's no reason None, no reason. If you're an Amazon influencer, that you should not, that you should not have a, a a conversation with a brand and say, "I'm an Amazon influencer." I it, like is a perfect way of of the way Chris said is like, "I use this. I use your product. Here's how I use it. Here's what I can do for you." Because just like he said, and I mentioned earlier, they don't care about you. They only care what you can do for them in their job to make their job easier. When they're sitting in uh, on the Zoom call with their bosses in a conference room, what are we doing about influencer marketing? Well, all of a sudden this person says, well, I'm having a conversation with this Amazon influencer about doing this with this product and this with this product, which checks all the boxes of what they were supposed to do in their job. You've made their job easier. And they're going to get promoted or whatever. Right, right. That's that's what that's what we're doing. We're helping them in their job. And oh, by the way, getting paid to talk about brands that we like. Yeah, I think to the um, you know you mentioned um, <laughs> the the bringing the value to them. And so what I this is to be honest is total transparency. Prime Day is you know coming up the twelfth and thirteenth. I approached brands and said, hey, I'm going to go live a lot. For Prime yep. Day. If you want to be a part of this, here you go. And that was my opening. And I yeah. I mean, that's, and it's all about them. It's like, hey, I'm going to be there anyway, doing this really cool stuff during the biggest sales day that is going to happen since Black, yep. before Black Friday. Do you want to be a part of it or not? And most all of them went, oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. So, it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit as you grow and, you know, and I've seen this happen more and more is agencies are jumping on uh, these um, influencers. And the funny thing is, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I think we've been, all been in this space long enough to know that a lot of influencers don't make any money. And so um, it's all kind of shadow and smoke. But um, and we were talking about these small ones, but but brands are some of these uh, agencies are starting to notice, like especially like we talked about Amazon live Amazon influencers they there's a there's a there's a dollar amount like you are converting sales um and so these agencies are are coming you know out of the woodwork trying to partner with some of these influencers like when should you hire an agency or when should you be a part of an agency and like what's their typical cut that they have uh crispy what are your what's your thoughts on that on agencies i think it becomes like hiring anything else and and so i think so one of the things is the mindset right is you got to look at this as a business as a creator it's a creator business and so for me one of the things that i i recognize is that at a certain level i have to delegate stuff because i only have so much time to go live i only have so much time to send emails personally i only have so much time to answer emails personally like you know Kristen said like our email box is full but you somebody still has to go through it to see which ones are the actual brand because you don't know until you open it up and go oh this is bad this is bad okay this is a good one let me <laughs> right. respond right 
And so it, it becomes a time thing, really. And what are you willing to give up? And so what is your long term plan? Right. And so for uh, me, one of the things that we even jumped into uh, for a period and we're, we're working out how to actually make it worth it was being able to fill that void for people that you need the help because you don't understand or you just don't have the time to do it. Right. Because that's why agents and agencies exist, because some people just don't want to do it. They just want to show up on camera and and go live. And so it becomes a personal decision based on your business model. Um, I mean, again, the percentages can range anywhere from um, I've seen some as, as low as three or four percent. And these are like because they have millions and millions and they make a lot of money to, you know, up to. 15 and 20 percent, which sound harsh, but generally those are the ones that you're really only getting paid a, a couple hundred bucks per thing. And so they have to somehow recoup right. the, the hours of having somebody look through your stuff. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like it comes down to a personal decision of your business strategy and what you can afford to give away. Very cool. So what are your thoughts about um, agencies and working with those, Christo? Yeah, I think. um we haven't had a lot of experience actually working with agencies. And the reason is, is because, it, you know, we're control freaks. No, uh, I think <laughs> I, I just feel like um, any time this is the kind of the, the sensitive sort of thing with with brand deals and everything else is we want to make sure that it's a comfortable working relationship which means, um, you know, first and foremost, our, our goal in everything is to make sure that the people that are watching and listening to us trust what we're saying. And so if I say this phone charger is awesome and I use it for this and I use it for this and I use it for this, it isn't because that company paid me money to say that. It is because I believe in it and maybe the company did pay me money, but I believe in it. And so that means that if I'm having a conversation with a company or, or a brand and I'm supposed to be doing something that it falls outside of that parameter, it's a non-starter because I, it, I have to know and trust that particular item and brand personally. We have to like really stand by it. And so that means we say no a lot because I opened the box and it fell apart, or I don't like this because it doesn't sound good or whatever. And we're going to say, we're going to say, tell the brand, listen, this doesn't work for us because, um, it, you know, sorry, uh, this doesn't, it doesn't fall within that. And so I think when it comes to agencies, there's a lot of prerequisites and requirements and things that are a little out of our control and we're just not comfortable doing it because for us, the longer game of trust with our audience is, is much more valuable. So let's talk about, because we're getting short on time. I mean, I could, we could do hours on this, but uh, John and Facebook said, I just follow dealcasters on Amazon. You guys need to follow both these guys. I've been putting up their names the entire time. So, um, uh, Chris P, why don't you say yours for the podcast so people can know where to follow you real quick uh, before. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Tech Talk with Chris dot live takes you right to the Amazon page. And of course, the amazing dealcasters at dealcasters dot live. You can follow them as well. So uh, let's talk real quick with the time we have left. Um, some like best practices. So like, OK, I got a brand deal. How cool is that? OK, now what do I do? Like, what are some of your best practices <laughs> Chris P, like, what do you like to do when they sign on the dotted line? I know both of you guys over deliver. So uh, I know sure that's one of them, but what are some other best practices uh, for working with brands? 
some of my so mine's gonna sound crazy, man, because I'm like that straightforward guy. One of the things like Chris said was was that the the authenticity of the product, right? You you know whether you like it or not, type thing. Like so, you prefer to do products that you like. Um, I actually tell uh, I'll take the deals and say, hey, I'm talking about your product, but just know that I'm gonna be honest about it. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't do the talking points. <laughs> a company they had a a 360 camera and it didn't work on my live stream. And so they were upset by it. And I was like, well, on my deal, I was very clear in the deal that I don't open the box until I go live. And so if it doesn't work, like you should really fix that. Like I'll go on the next one. So you, since you helped me figure it out and tell them what I, what was wrong with it, but I, it was the authenticity. So now my audience goes, oh, he'll tell us if it's actually not a great product or if this is a flaw and you may need to check something else out. And so um, that that's the big thing for me is making sure we're clear on the communication of the what's what to expect, uh, because I'm just very different in, in that sense. So that's the biggest thing. And then making sure that whatever you do say you'll deliver, uh, that you deliver it quickly and uh, within the time frame, because a lot of times people are like, oh, I keep telling them three days and then I got behind in two weeks and that makes you look bad. Because why would they ever want to do a deal with you if you can't even follow what you told them you would do? Um, so those are kind of my two best practices. Man. So on your time, what do you what do you typically tell people to make like a video? Let's say just a shopful video. Do you give them a certain like it's a week, two weeks? What's your typical time for a turnaround? Yeah, on a, shop, a shopper video, where I mean, it's a week for me. Um, if it's a live stream, what I'll do is because if I'm going to put it in, if the package is multiple live streams, I make sure I clearly communicate. Like, I'm not going to do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? I'll do it one this week, one next week, one the week after to kind of help them spread it out and tell them the strategy. Essentially, I also try to educate them and explain the strategy behind it, right? Because if I'm talking about this particular microphone, I explain to them, this microphone has the ability to show up on other mic pages, right? If we do this right. And so I'm gonna tell them, hey, I'm gonna have other mic-like items in there, right? I won't talk about other mics, but I'll have preamps and Roadcaster and this other stuff in the carousel that I'll be talking about that complements your product, but it's really to help you. Um, and so, yeah, so generally a week, um, again, and again, as you guys are talking about, you know, Prime Day, obviously, then you're like, oh, well, that's in a couple of weeks. So, you know, we got to make yeah. sure it's up quick and that kind of thing. Cool. Chris Stone, what is your best practices uh, for working with with uh, brands? Yeah, I, I love what what he was he was talking about. I think it just falls under the you know, the, there's a misconception, especially from the brand world that a lot of influencers are kind of flaky and, you know, kind of, you know, creators and just, you know, sleep until 11, you know, and and do what they want to do. And and I think uh, be professional. Um, answer their emails, be clear. I love that, you know, what Chris is talking about is, is let them know what to expect, not surprise them, uh, with, with something out of the blue, like, uh, oh, well, you didn't tell me you were going to have this, that, and the other, and maybe, so I think, you know, what you need to do, especially if you're in a conversation with a brand that is paying you and sending you products and there's expectations, really be clear with them on, you know, get some context, get some context about their company, find out what their, you know, what their expect, not just their expectations of, you know, deliverable at, you know, one, two, three, four, five, but like, 
tell me a little bit more about your company. What's uh, what's the culture like? Like, what do you guys have coming up? Do you guys have any any sort of promotions that are coming up? Like, what's a big focus right now for you guys? Um, you know, like talk about that kind of stuff, which can spark all kinds of different conversations, which may end up um, showing up on your live streams, uh, you know, product videos with that context. Because if a focus of a microphone company is they want to be, um, you know, hitting a particular demographic and that fits it fits within your brand like maybe start speaking to those um that context within some of your videos within some and so they're like well this this person understands our company this person understands what we want to achieve with that and i don't think i think there's a lot of influencers that are like oh check the box i'm getting free stuff and i'm just here's this and here's what it does and like the page says what it does like add some real context add some real personality add some real um value to uh to what you're doing, not just value to the customer, but value to the company and the brand that you're doing the deal with. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So, um, we are at the end of your time and my computer is just about ready to die. So I'm having trouble switching screens. So I well, don't know if it's going to be what on. better screen to be on. Than I know just, it's, uh, it's the, follow me. It's Ladies the, and gentlemen, I've taken over social media I, news live. Welcome to the Chris Stone show. I just, it's just time for a new Mac. I, I, I keep having to pour gasoline in no, it. I but. love your Mac, Jeff. Oh, this is the best geez. Mac ever. Yeah. It's probably, you love it. Don't you? Well, hopefully it's so Chris, while you're up on screen, why don't you tell us um, where, there you go, we'll, we'll just leave oh, it here and man. I won't touch anything, but uh, Chris Stone, tell everybody where they can find out more about you and everything awesome that you do. Uh, ChrisStone.contact. And that way, when you go there, you can, wherever you want to connect with me, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, you want to see some wacky videos, you want to, you know, go, what, look at my new, my flashy new Pinterest page that, uh, that Jeff C helped me with, um, a couple of idea pins, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can connect wherever you want to connect by going to ChrisStone.contact. And Chris P. Giles, thank you so much, my friend, for coming on uh, the show today. You were so much awesome. information. You, you, I mean, I love hanging out with you and seeing you at uh, PodFest and Amazon Live Day there. Um, but where can people find out all things Chris P. Giles? Man, that's easy, man. Uh, Chris P. Giles, one, the number the, the number one on all social media, chrispgiles.com uh, for the contact info. Um, I mean, apparently I need to get like Chris Stone with these dots, man. I need a dot contact <laughs> <right>. now. <laughs> He's the one who made get me get a dot, dot live, just for the record. Like, that's the only reason I have a dot live. <laughs> Oh, that's that. Hey, he got me on dot live too. So he's, he's the man. So, uh, and all you guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure that you uh, check out our, our sponsors, Ecamm. You can find that out at social media news, dot live, social media news, live.com forward slash Ecamm. And they have a special this, uh, this, um, this month going on. You can, all their plans, you can get 30% off if you go there and put the promo code July 30. And that's all uppercase, all squished together. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Have a great one. Social Media News Live.